over a quarter, and in fact, over a week, over a, a month, you need to make space and time for these five things. They're five Ps just to help you kind of make it a lot easier. Power to Live More with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organization, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today, Joe's interviewing Helena Holrick. Joe and Helena have been connected on social media for seemingly forever, but this was their first time of meeting and talking to each other. They hit it off immediately. They're a tad over-excited in my opinion. Helena is the founder of Helping You Shine, where the core philosophy is to find, own and share your brilliance. She is a personal progress coach, helping small business owners and creative entrepreneurs to move from challenge to change, developing the professional and practical skills so they can grow their businesses with ease. She believes that business is about being practical, providing a great quality service, being generous, having fun, harnessing creativity and most of all, taking action to continue to grow in effective and efficient ways. She is also co-founder of Speaker Insight, where she helps speakers, authors and coaches to build their business on your terms. She regularly speaks and delivers workshops and facilitates monthly mentoring and mastermind groups. She loves to run vision board workshops to help people harness the power of their desires. She specialises in shaping business models for her clients, developing their products, programmes and services, based firmly around their vision. She makes the complex simple and creates structures that break things down into easy steps to get them moving and sustain the momentum. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Helena Holrick of Speaker Insight. Welcome Helena, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much, I'm excited to be here. It's so exciting because we've said we've known each other through social media for like ever and we've never actually spoken till today and I was starting to think we'd never actually get the podcast recorded because we've had so much of a chat. It's actually one of those, hmm, what else is possible with this time that we have, right? Exactly. So we're going to definitely have to schedule a follow-up call to catch up on all the other stuff. But we thought we'd better get on and actually record the podcast as planned, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, I, I'm quite excited for the for the podcast in and of itself as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Me too. So start by telling people who you are, what you do, and crucially, where you do it. Okie dokie. So uh, my name is Helena, Helena Holrick, and uh, I am a coach, a guide, a mentor. I'm, I'm really a personal progress coach. I'm all about the getting people effective, efficient and productive. Um, and I do that. Uh, so I, I run two companies, but we've said Speaker Insight because uh, Joe and I have uh, one other person in common. So I co-founded a company called Speaker Insight with my friend Kelly Tyler. And we help speakers, authors and coaches to build a portfolio business on their terms. So we're really all about putting the foundations into the business of speaking, authoring and coaching so that, you know, we basically want to inspire a whole bunch of people, but we do that through the people who do the inspiring. Lovely. And where do you do that? Uh, where do we do it? Mainly online, actually, <laughs> which I'm really pleased to say. So, so, um, so we 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 run a membership, but we also run a retreat and we run some connect and create days as well. So we have a membership called Changemaker Central, uh, which is a you know just a delicious place where people who are changing the world come to kind of get that business grounding, if you like, because actually running a business and understanding how to do all of those marketing bits and how all the tech bits kind of fit together. It's really about having a place you can come home to where you go, this is what I want to create. How on earth do I do that? And Mm. that's what 
Kelly and I are sort of sitting there in the background doing. Um, and a lot of the time, we also then do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we have a Facebook group. We are we are very keen Facebook people. Uh, we have a face, Facebook group called the Connection Hub. And that's really, you know, sort of the place where people just come and hang out and get connected. That is the purpose of it. So the speakers, authors and coaches get connected to peers, but also to people who serve them. So, you know, the publishers, the, um, the illustrators, the graphic designers, all of those people that you need when you're setting up a business like that. We thought, well, why don't we create a space where everybody can hang out together and then they can just find each other with ease. Mm. Yeah. And I say this nearly every podcast I do. I don't imagine you left school planning to do this. So what's the story between then and now? <laughs> yeah, that that whole kind of piece around why I ended up kind of doing this. I actually am one of the people who whilst I didn't know what I was doing, you know, I didn't have a ping when I was seven and go, I'm going to be a doctor, um, (laughs) which I always find really impressive, like massively impressive. Um, But I, it turns out I'm built to teach. Like I'm really, really good at teaching, but I'm also really curious. Like I was that a really annoying child that went, why, why, how, why, why? (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, it turns out that I can't help but be helpful And so kind of over time, you know, I I just, when I started working, I got paid to be helpful. I got paid to serve. So I I did a career, you know, that spans waitressing into opening restaurants. I opened 17 TGI Fridays for my sins. Um, And and it turns out that the, the two things that I'm really best at is I ask great questions and I give really good space. And so eventually, Helena, the trainer, ended up kind of, you know, training her way into coaching. And that then gives me the opportunity to shine, like share my strengths in the best way I know how. And I love to serve and I love to teach. So I've just combined it. And and to, to go back to that really beginning kind of bit. So it turns out there is a story that I was actually teaching someone to build sandcastles the right way when I was four years old. <laughs> So really, Helena, the trainer, you know, there was nothing else I was ever going to (laughs) be. And when when did you sort of know that? Because, you know, I I look back now from the sort of age I am now and sort of think, of course, this is who I am and this is what I'm good at and and everything else. And, and you know, you're saying a sort of similar thing. Uh, And I can probably look back and think when that started to change in my head, because I spent a lot of my sort of 20s quite confident but sort of some of the time doing the acting as if I was confident thing even though I wasn't really when when did you know because you sound really sure and really confident that this is your thing and apart from when you were four and the sandcastle (laughs) proved the point (laughs) yeah when did you really know that that that, and also you know that that transition from you know as you say opening restaurants to to doing what you do now when you opened the restaurants, you were probably doing exactly what you're doing now, confident and teaching and enthusiastic and everything else, but you probably didn't know that that was a skill you could particularly t- take into the business you've got now. No, I, I, it, it, there was definitely a, a sort of a transition point. Interestingly enough, um, so I started the whole kind of waitressing, uh, you know, sort of piece when I was 19. Well, I started it when I was about 16, but seriously, um, TGI Fridays was when I was 19. Mm. And, and, actually if I go back to 16 (laughs) it pretty much started at 16 I think the seed was planted there because my um I got a job at Pizza Hut you know Saturday girl at Pizza Hut and um my manager so the the way that they did training at that point was on the first night of you testing out uh you stock the salad bar for the whole of the evening on the second night, you run the bar. And at 16, basically, that meant wow. pouring Cokes because, of course, I couldn't pour wine because I was 16. <laughs> so, you know, so that was an interesting and boring night. On the third night of your training, you're in charge of a seven, seven table section. It's like, yeah, the leap between these two is that's interesting. But because I'm kind and friendly and I know how to spot needs and, you know, that was basically all I did. And I made a grand total. I'm going to show my age here. This was, this would have been something like 86, I think, 87 Uh maybe. Um, I made a grand total of 12 pounds and 41 pence. And uh, the very next day, I know, I know. Right. Well, well, I know because it was so shocking because I thought I'd done something wrong the next day because 
the HR manager was basically kind of hovering around in, in, in our store. And she said, she came up to me and it, it, it was all terribly official. You know, I'd only been there for three days, four days, mm-hmm. right? And so, so I thought I'd done something really wrong. So I was a bit <laughs> terrified. She comes over and we're sat in a huddle of people. And she said, Helena, you don't have to tell me the answer to this, like how, how to put the fear of God in anyone, you know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me the answer to this, but how much money did you make in tips yesterday? And me naively, you know, I should never, HR manager should never have asked me anything like that, right? But, but I, I naively said, 12 pounds and 41 pence. Yeah. And she, she, she kind of paused for a second, which was really nerve wracking. And then she just looked at me with this like head cocked to the side and she went, how? And I, I, you know, you know, you know, it takes you a second. And I was like, um, do, what do you mean? And she said, well, could, okay, let me ask it differently. Could you teach the others how you did that? Yeah. And yeah. I, and I went, uh, maybe, did I do something wrong? Like, you know, I'm still there going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And she went, no, you pretty much quadrupled what most people make on average. Yeah. And I was like, ah, okay, good. And it was at that point that, that, you know, so I was asked to basically take something and break it down and then teach other people how to do it, which I then proceeded to do because that was what I'd been asked to do. And I'm pretty compliant. So I basically do what I'm asked to do most. Well, I don't do that as much now, but I did then. <laughs> and and so, 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 so I think that as a turning point in and of itself was, oh, I'm really good at something and I've been asked to teach it. So I think that's run through everything mm. and I have a mind. And so even when I then started at Fridays and I, I have this curiosity, as I say, I pretty much put my hand up for anything. So when I get bored, I don't leave. I just go, well, what else is possible? And mm. put my hand up and go, what else can I do? And so when, when Johnny was going to be leaving, he trained all the classes at TGI Fridays. I basically went to my manager and went, I reckon I could do that too. Um, can I have a go at that? And he said, yeah, sure. Why not? And, and, you know, so I just keep asking and asking and asking because it would be fun for me. And, and so that whole thing around, you know, I think I just know that I can serve people well because when I explain things to people, they seem to get it. And yeah. that's just the thing that's kept me going. And I just put up my, I learned that the word entrepreneur uh, about probably about 15 years ago. And I went, Oh my God, I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. And apparently an entrepreneur is someone who works inside companies, but basically doesn't follow a job description. Mm-hmm. They just do their own thing anyway. And, and that's what I do. Cause I see a need and I go, Oh, we could fix that. Let me put some communication together that does that. And then let me tell everybody how to do it. And then I'm off and running. So mm-hmm. I think it's always been in my bones. And I think I really knew because I started asking a whole bunch of questions and I started doing a whole bunch of sort of personal development, it just transpired that every time I started briefing people or whatever else, others would come over and start to listen. And I think I just started paying attention to that and going, I must be okay at this. Yes, yeah. And so how does that then turn into your own business? Because, you know, I came from a retail background. Um, It's such a great um, place, retail and leisure and hospitality Mm. to to learn because they tend to get involved in everything the big companies and and you know I'll be forever grateful for that sort of grounding which sounds like was a similar sort of start for you. Me too, me too for sure. But how how did that then turn into running your own business because it could also be the sort of place where you stay because it's so supportive and there's so much opportunity you've gone and ploughed your own furrow as it were. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so, so, so I have the London Fire Brigade to thank for that. So, Ooh. so the potted version. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, oh, and all of you who are listening, that. particularly, I know, right? It's like, what? Um, but, but, so, so I essentially I work for Fridays. Um, so, a brilliant manager of mine, Andy Simpson, did my interview then at nineteen. And you know the wisdom voice that pops into your head that isn't your voice, but that you go that was quite wise. That's good advice. I'll take that advice. And, and you don't know where it's come from, but it's really good. And it stands you in good stead. Mm-hmm. In my interview for Fridays, um, there was a little voice that went, the day you can't smile is the day you leave. And I thought that's good advice. Mm. that's really good advice and so so I kept doing this whole putting my hand up thing and being entertained and being interested and adding value in all sorts of ways until I got to my third international opening 
and I was I, I kind of requested that I work in the kitchen for a little while because I was sick of people by that time <laughs> and I thought in six months time I'm not going to enjoy working here I'm not going to be able to smile and I don't want to write off 11 years of my life you know, because actually they've been brilliant years, exactly as you've just said. They are the best grounding space. I would make any, if I had children, I would make them do catering mm. or hospitality in some way, just because mm. it's great grounding. But at that point, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to leave with nothing to go to and I'm going to see what's available because I don't want to write off the joy that I've had here for the last six months of misery. So I just went and created a vacuum. And that took me into, <laughs> 20 years ago or so, um, video conferencing when it was still big boxes in boardrooms. Like not the FaceTime version or the Zoom version that we are all so used to nowadays. This was like actually teaching people to see themselves on telly for the first time. So I was right at the forefront of that wave. Didn't know that at the time that I was yeah. going to be doing something like that. Um, but that eventually... Seven, seven years later, turned into a, um, we merged in inverted commas, and uh, the value set of the new company versus the old company was one that I just couldn't. I, I, to everyone listening, trust your values, align your values, talk to people only who are value-led and in a match for you. Because the new company, the ethos of the new company, I just, I couldn't serve in the way I know how to serve Mm. in teaching in putting training together etc i couldn't do it so 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 i engineered my exit beautifully i engineered mm -hmm. a pay rise for my friend who they wanted to sack i put her in my place i spent 3 months on garden leave and it was great and then i thought I wonder if I could do a contract because I've always worked in companies. I wonder if I could do a contract. That might be fun for me in a sort of slightly risky, scary way. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, and I'm a keeper. So, you know, I took on a contract at London Fire Brigade to train, of all things, their performance review and development system. And I made that really fun. And they went, oh, my God, you're amazing. And I went, yep, I am. And they said, oh, do you want another four months? Do you want another 12 months? Do you want another eight months? Should we just make you a job? So, you know, four and a half years later, because I'm a keeper, because I'm forever going, oh, we could fix this, we could fix that, we could fix the other. And, and so four and a half years of being there, by that time, I was a senior middle manager. And I'd done a whole bunch of coaching qualifications. I'd actually set up the coaching and mentoring faction inside uh, the strategic bit of the coaching and mentoring inside the fire brigade. I, I did all sorts of things. But as a senior middle manager, I really didn't, I still didn't have decision making power. And I just thought, you know what? It's actually time to do this for me. And it's time for me to just see what else is possible for me doing it for me. And I went through all the pain that every entrepreneurial soul goes through mm. for about a year and a half, two years, until I really found my place. And, and yeah, here I am. Wow. Yeah, I wasn't expecting some of that story. <laughs> Good. I'm delighted. I'm delighted. And, and I hasten to say that not every firefighter is calendar worthy. No, don't disappoint anyone. I'll delete that. Okay, I'll okay. Edit it out. They, they are all absolutely humanly, like they are the nicest humans in the entire world, but some of them don't actually make it onto calendars, but they're still lovely. <laughs> so you said, you know, and here you are, and you mentioned in the uh, introduction that, that you're uh, working with Kelly. One of the questions you suggested when I said, you know, what can I ask you on top of the things I would normally do? You said why um, why collaboration is so important to personal growth. And, and clearly that's what you're doing in your For sure. one, one element of your business. You're collaborating with with somebody else. So For sure. how, how did that come about and, and why is it so important from your perspective? Okay, so so I'll fill in I'll fill fill in the other bits. So so I ran. Um, so doing doing things on your own isn't nearly as much fun as doing things with other people. So even if you come from a background, you say you know you come from a background of retail, you've ended up kind of working for yourself. You know we all we all come to where we've come to. But actually, doing things with others is more fun and actually just more efficient. And so, so, so there's something about, so even when I very first started and in my naivety, I set up a company called Workshops That Work because I was basically, I, I believe that you come to the thing that you end up doing that you absolutely love. You, you come at it from two, am I allowed to swear slightly? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're either really pissed off with something or you're really passionate about something, but mm. those two have enough energy to pull you into going, 
I'm the person that can do something about that. And by that time, I'd done enough workshops um, and sat in enough seminar rooms and been bored or barraged or bullied into all sorts of things. And I thought, I could teach people to do much better workshops than this. I have that skill. Helena, the trainer, I could do that. So when I first set up my company, Workshops That Work was the name of the company. But I realized after about six months, it took me a little while to cotton on, that the people would come and they'd get their workshop shaped and they'd be so excited. And then I'd go, right, let's look at the money behind it. Let's look at the business side of it. And people would go, huh? And, and just mm-hmm. look at me like I had three heads. And I went, oh, my job here is wider. My job here is actually to help them shine, which is then what I renamed the company. Uh, yeah. So my job here is to become a business mentor and a support, which I didn't even realize because that was one of the skills that obviously I'd picked up. You know, I was managing coaching and mentoring kind of budgets of, you know, hundreds of thousands. And, you know, in the, in the, in the restaurants, I was managing the P&L and all sorts. So, so that stuff was second nature to me. But I realized it isn't second nature to a lot of people who have come from somewhere else and are suddenly starting their business. And it's not something that's second nature to them. So I then realized that actually where I could really add value was to help people understand how to put the foundations in the business. And that coupled with my passion for this speaker, author, coach industry that I'm in is a little bit charlatan at times, and I don't really <laughs> like it. Um, the, that, that kind of passion, so I'd grown my own coaching and mentoring business around helping you shine, and I was still really helping people shape their content and their, and their businesses into things that were more commercial, which for, for me, you know, giving them the clarity, the certainty, and the commercial confidence to actually go out there and do what they were doing, that was great. Kelly and I kept bumping into each other around the people we were hanging around with and around the people we were supporting because I was helping a lot of people uh, run their events and all sorts of things because I was still kind of doing it in that sphere of speakers, authors, coaches, workshops, etc. And we, the universe just kept throwing us together, <laughs> you know, look, you just need to be together. And so eventually she was, she called me and said, I've got a gig. I've got a gig and I need you. And could you come, come and be a coach for this person? And I went, yeah, I could do that. And eventually, between the two of us, we went, should we just do this together rather than building mm-hmm. up other people's businesses? Should we just go and make money for ourselves and actually build a business together? Because we have so much fun and we have a, a shared love and passion for let's change this industry into one that is really respectful and useful to the whole of the planet. Let's, mm. let, let's go do mm. that. And so we're united. This collaboration kind of came up because actually we are very similar and hugely different. So, you know, doing work with somebody else is just more fun, whether that is you working with a VA, whether that is you, you know, having a great, uh, if it's just you, but you have a great team of outsourcers, working with others brings a perspective, a collaborating with others brings a, a, a unique kind of viewpoint that all of those people have, which mm. just makes a product better. It just means that you get out of your own way for long enough to go, I'm not the guru. I'm not the expert. What if we could do it even better? And that for me is, is the power of collaboration. The power of what can we create together is so much better than what do I want to give to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I got on my soapbox there. <laughs> well, it, it sort of it, it leads me to my next question, which will sound like I'm sort of changing the subject, but it, it, it's Fine. been on my mind since we started. and In fact, since we first talked only an hour ago. <laughs> so, so you are absolutely totally full of energy I mean people say I'm full of energy I think you have twice as much energy as I have um and so it can sometimes be an issue in terms of running your own business that you sure. get so wrapped up in it and you throw everything at it and and you know you you don't spend the time doing some other stuff to perhaps you know keep yourself mm. healthy or whatever whatever um do you throw yourself all in? Is, is this what you do all the time? <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you prioritize between your work stuff and your life generally? And, and how, you know, how do you keep all this energy? Where do you get it from? 
<laughs> you, you sound slightly jealous of my energy. I, am, I love I it. Am, and I you've am. got so much of it. I mean, like, you know, sort of like, this is just great. Um, so, so one, one, you know, for anyone listening, figure out how you replenish. So I know how to replenish myself, mm. right? So, so part of it is, is um, <laughs> part of it is that curiosity. So part of my, it, it's going to sound like a weird answer to, to, to it, but my curiosity means that I'm always interested. Mm. And when, when, a, when, a, when a human functioning system, when a body, when a nervous system is excited and energized, it absolutely fires on all cylinders. So actually, you know, and uh, what is the physics thing? Uh, an object at rest stays at rest. An object in motion stays in motion. Mm-hmm. So, so there's something about always being in motion. However, that, that I split that down into, if you were watching me right now, you, I'd be holding out my hand and holding out four fingers because that does split into, you can physically be in motion and that physical motion wakes up a lot of you and wakes up a lot of me. My, my remedy for this is I have a mini trampoline. If you do not own one, buy one. I do. It is I just, do. There it, I it is. I haven't really used it very much. <laughs> Oh, so, 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 so the mini trampoline, you need to have an office space that is big enough or, and, or put it in the kitchen or wherever it is. Yep. So on a normal working day, I can usually be found only for about two minutes or so. It's about as much as I can manage, to be honest. Um, you know, I can be found bouncing up and down to a really good song that just allows me to shake off what I was just doing and bring the energy back into my body, kind of reset, and then get ready for the next thing. It's almost like waking up through many moments of the day. So, so on a physical level, I, I re-energize often. Um, my other cool trick is brush your teeth at lunchtime. Ooh. I know it sounds like a weird one, but yeah. brush your teeth at lunchtime because you wake up again. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm awake again. That's exciting, right? Especially if you're running workshops. It, it's my coolest tip, tip in the world. It just sets you back up for the next best thing. Um, but but energy then also works on a mental level. So if you've just done something that's mentally taxing, and if you know about yourself that you're energized by people, that's great. So so you might walk away from this interview, and I, I know something about you. So somebody might walk away from this interview you know, absolutely energized because they've been connecting with a person and it's been fun. It's been exhilarating. They found out loads of new things and that's a lot to process. Right. But yeah. I, I get really enthused by that. I get excited about what else can we get, we do together. There's that question. I highly recommend that as a write it down. Um, but, but you, you might actually go, right. Yeah. I need to go and have a lie down. And the, the trick is let yourself, Mm-hmm. So you start to work in your rhythms. And, and this is the thing that I, so as a personal progress coach, I work with people's personal rhythms that actively mean that when they've had an emotionally or an a mentally kind of, you know, up period of time, they may need some downtime, which could, because things always need to be done in the business, which could actually be scheduling an interview like this and then doing your expenses. Because all you need to do is snap photos and put them into receipt bank, mm-hmm. you know, but it's something that needs doing, but it's methodical and it's beautiful. And you put on some calm music or whatever it is that you just need to replenish, or you, you allow yourself to sit in front of, you know, sit outside if the sun, if the weather's sunny, or you sit in front of a sad lamp, you know, one of those beautiful uh, things that, that that really replenish you because they 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 do UV lighting. Don't ask me about how they work, but they're amazing. Um, but but you get you find your own personal rhythm. That's my recommendation mm. for everyone. You start to recognize what drains me. You start to over a week. So for those of you listening, this is the way to do, see Helena the trainer. I can't not do it. Um, <laughs> so grab a sheet of paper, stick it on a wall, and then put a line down the middle. And on one side, you go. Th- Things that energize me, things that kind of drain me, or things that drain me if I do them for longer than X. Yeah. And that then means that you can start to chunk those things down into, so if your expenses drain you, maybe you actually go, right, I'm just going to do them in 10-minute power spurts because that's as much as I can do. Yeah. And and yeah. that actually keeps your energy high. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm in a great great piece of advice, and uh, 
certainly aligns with the sort of stuff that that I say. And it's interesting, as you said, you know, knowing before we came on, I mentioned uh, being quite introverted, actually. So very um, much about positivity and communication and winning others over. If you've ever done the uh, Clifton Strengths Finder, but yes. that has its toll when you're actually quite introverted as well, because it drains your energy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's exactly it. Yeah, and it, but it's it, as you say, it's been. It's, it's about being really clear and, and even when you're clear sometimes you don't get it right I was having a bit of a, a moment last night thinking about my my schedule and I, I've been coaching quite a lot um since we were in lockdown and I've mm. sort of spread my coaching across a few three days and spread it through the day because I um thought that was a good plan and, and I'm now reflecting and thinking but actually I don't like having things in my diary which I know Hmm. And now I've got my diary completely full because even when I've got gaps, they're oh. all just gaps. So, you yeah. know, rather than having three or four hours in one go and then the rest yeah. of the day free, I've ended up with an hour, then an hour off, then an hour, then an hour off, thinking that was the right way of doing it. And I now realise, of course, had I thought more carefully about it, <laughs> that that doesn't really work for me. So it is about and, being and very clear, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. But it's also about doing exactly what you've done, which is you do something and then giving yourself permission to completely go, well, that was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do it differently. Like, because I think a lot of people go, but I worked so hard on this system and look how beautiful that diary looks and everything. And you go, yeah, but does it work for you? Like, yeah, cause if yeah. it doesn't work for you, then scrap it and do something yeah. else. Right. Cause, cause, cause now you have evidence for what doesn't work, you know, good yes. old Edison and his light bulb. How amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, so that's, that's the plan. I've now got to reshape my diary. <laughs> Well, so, 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 so interestingly enough, I did actually work with someone who it sounds like you're similar. So, so one of my clients is, is a, a coach as well. And what we've actually done with her is, is we're doing two days on one day off, two days on two days off. Yes. So, yeah. so we've given her the whole of Wednesday to do pottering and creative things. So to mm -hmm. create using, so, so, so I actually, um, uh, can I go into a tiny bit of business, business organizing? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. So, so, so um, if I am holding out one hand right now, so five <laughs> fingers, you know, sort of thumb, <laughs> Helena, the trainer, I can't not do it. <laughs> must be, you must be bereft without a flip chart to show me. Oh my God. I, I, I t tell you, I love that. Although I have to say the very first thing I ever did, I literally, there's a photo of me and I'm pretty much kind of hiding behind the flip chart because it was my comfort blanket. It was that, it was that yeah. teaching at TGI Fridays. I literally delivered most of it from behind the flip chart. It was hilarious. I learned, you know, right. as you do. Yeah. But, um, so, so when you are in your business, you know, because I, I, I appreciate that most people running their business um, are doing this over a quarter. And in fact, over a week, over a, a month, you need to make space and time for these five things. They're five P's just to help you kind of make it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You need to make room and space for pondering. And that's that musing. It's the thinking about it's the it's the mulling over the ideas that pop in from an inspiration space when you're out on a walk or bouncing on your trampoline or whatever. <laughs> but it's the thing that kind of pops in that you just want to muse about that you're not really you haven't made a decision whether you're going to follow that path or not yet. But you need to make space and time for it because a lot mm. of people kind of either and a lot of people actually make too much time for that. So, so if you're one of those, I would, this is the point at which I would be slapping you, right? But you that's need where to pondering understand. becomes procrastination, isn't it? <laughs> that's exactly Lovely. it. That's, that's exactly that's exactly what I say to people. So, <laughs> so, so spotting the pondering, like making space for the pondering, absolutely. But the second piece is then that pondering, taking one of those ideas and turning it into something that you are producing, i.e. something that is not yet ready for market, but that you are excited about that, make, that is a perfect fit within your business. That might be the email sequence that you're writing. It might be, um, you know, sort of the, the new product that you've got. It might be that pivot that you're doing, you know, and rewriting copy and all of that stuff. So working on your website, but it's something that is not yet ready for consumption by others. It is in production stage. Make sense? Yeah. 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 So then, so you pondered, you're producing, 
the promotion stage, you have to, and this is a bit like Clapham Junction. For those of you who are listening from elsewhere, Clapham Junction is like a, a, um, a, you know, there are 17 platforms. It is the busiest interchange kind of station going. So, you know, there are a lot of things going on, but your business is like that. And you have trains going through the tracks, you know, sort of trains going through the station that have to keep going without getting stuck on a regular basis. So you've got these parallel tracks that you need to be doing. So pondering, producing, and then promoting. So the stuff that is produced, you need to be promoting out there. And the promoting then leads into what you're providing. So, you know, the actual delivery. So when you actually sell stuff, you then have to deliver it, which is the provision of what you've been promoting. And then the final piece, and this is the piece that most entrepreneurial business owner resorts don't do, which is why Kelly and I do what we do and what I, why I do what I do inside my Helping You Shine company, is the performance of it. You need to evaluate what's working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. So I promise you, if you put those space and time in your diary, whether it's over a monthly basis, whether it's over a, you know, because for some people actually spending a whole day pondering might be the, the thing that they love doing. For others, it might be an hour here and an hour there. So you, again, you find your own rhythm, but doing pondering then producing, you know, focusing on one thing to produce that you get done that then allows you to promote it out there in the world and then delivering it, providing it and making sure the performance of everything that you're doing works. That's how you run a business. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And I, I do like things where they're all the same letter or, you know, they. I they thought you'd appreciate that. I did do that just for you. And it's always I always think it's either C's or P's. I've C's mm. for my mm. social media and nice. uh, yeah, P's do come up quite a lot. So yeah, liking it, liking it. Yeah, good. I'm pleased. So again, you have all this energy. You also have a really strong focus on process and, and that's come up through just the conversation we had before we came online and, and also, you know, that's coming out clearly with what you've just shared. Talk about mm. how you make sure you get done what you need to get done because I think sometimes when you've got all this energy – and you've got all this like need to help people. Um, yeah, you can get completely overwhelmed because you're trying to do 55 million things at, at once. <laughs> How sure. have you toned that down? Because you clearly have got some control over that from what you're saying. Yeah, I do. I really do. So, so again, you know, sort of like because because one of the things I do is 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 help you know to teach best what you need to learn, right? Uh, so, so you know, sort of because that that's a maxim. Um, yes. So I actually created um, my own personal planner. And I and we actually it, it is now a lead magnet that Kelly and I actually have out there because it's so useful to other people because they go, mm. what is that? You know, but it works for me. So, you know, mm. it's a combination of the frogs and and, you know, sort of Brian Tracy's frogs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so there's a couple of those in there. In fact, on my thing, I've actually got one of my frogs for today was prep for Joe Dodds. So that's actually, that's, that, that's my first frog of the day. So that got done. I was thinking about you quite early this morning. Yeah, but Um, are frogs supposed to be the things that you really don't want to do and that are horrible? Well, they are. And I'm (laughs) contrary to popular belief. Like I, I basically like to wing it, but I knew I needed to prep (laughs) because you've got all these beautiful questions. So I was like, all right, I'll just go yeah. and do the prep. I'll go and look I at it. I can see why so, that would be a frog. Yeah, okay, I'll let yeah, you off. Totally, totally. So yeah, well caught and for, for me. But this is that whole, the better you get to know. So in the business, I always say that there's, you know, there is you and there is the business. You are separate from your business. You serve the business and the business serves you. So you have to understand how you work and how you are contributing to the business. What value can I add today? And how you really don't. So the more you know yourself, the easier it is to run your business. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, 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 so back to the planner. So I have my own kind of daily planner, and I and and I do contribute to Woodland Forest and Trust because I am a paper girl. I do actually like scribble. You should see my thing. Like it just at the end of the day, it's got loads more on it than it started with. But so, so that's one one way of doing it. But the bit that actually makes it work is the app, Asana. Oh, yeah. Asana, I'm looking at Asana as we speak. That's where my oh, questions are for you. There you go. You see? And that's how it works. So mm. I love Asana. For those of you who don't know what Asana is, it is a to-do list. It's an app that, that holds your to-do list. But it's a little bit more than that. And again, I'm back to the collaborative thing. Kelly and I work together. We work together one day a week on 
the speaker insight business because she runs two other companies. I run two other things. You know, I run helping you shine and I run this other community networking thing, which we won't even talk about. Right. But, but the point is that every week, and this is how to make it work. Even though it's laborious, it's one of those, oh, you got to suck it up and just actually do this task. Once a week, you go through everything in Asana. You go through the dreaming moments. So, so David Allen, who is a like productivity guru, he, it's quite theoretical for me, uh, his stuff. Uh, if you're going to mm. do any of it, don't, don't get the getting it done book, get the getting it done workbook. That's a lot nicer, um, especially if you like a visual kind of element of it. Yeah. But in it, he introduced me to the concept of the someday maybe file. Yes. And the someday maybe file is the best thing in the entire world. So remember back to all that pondering that you were doing. The pondering can sometimes end up on a piece of paper that goes in your physical someday maybe file. Or in Asana, you have a, a, a little team that goes someday maybe. And you just mm -hmm. put all those harebrained thoughts in there. And then twice a month, you look at your someday maybe and you go, <laughs> don't even know what that means anymore. Delete. Or you go, hmm, that's still a good idea. I still don't have capacity for it yet. I'll leave it in the someday maybe file because every two weeks you look at it and you go, is it time for this yet? So how I manage is the someday maybe file concept and I have a physical file and also a file on Asana. And then within Asana, I love that you can do subtasks. So, so the idea of projects, so I regularly look at, once a week, I look at what are all the projects that I've got going on. My definition of a project is the large things that take more than one action. So your podcast, Joe, would be a project. And within that, there would be a million things that need to be done, but that's one project. Yep. And I go, okay, so which of these projects am I going to work on this week? So remember, there's a promotion project, there's a production project, <laughs> and there's also delivery. So you begin to see how all of this comes together. But the trick with Asana is once a week, and it's blood-curdlingly horrible for me, so I love it when <laughs> Kelly and I are doing it together, we literally go through every task and go, is it still relevant? Does it still work for us? Have we forgotten it? Did we put a date on it? Do we need to move it forward? And we literally go through every single one of them. And I cannot tell you how much that has revolutionized my life. Yes. Yeah. I'm so, just laughing about, I have a, a Monday task. Or I think it might even be on a Sunday afternoon task to look at all my to-do stuff that I, yeah. I have I have some to-doist as well as a son. I use them for different purposes. Okay. Oh, I like to-doist. Um, Yes. And so, uh, but I, I'm laughing that it's still on my to-do list today on Wednesday when we're recording because I haven't done it yet this week. <laughs> because as you say, it's blood curdlingly awful. That, that's it. And, and so, so when I'm doing it on my own, so, so my trick now is inside my Helping You Shine business, I do it with Mel, my VA, <laughs> because <laughs> doing it on my own really doesn't get it done because I leave it uh, until Wednesday. Yes. And yeah. And, and, you know, doing it with Kelly on a Tuesday, we do it together because yeah. we, either one of us will get to the stage where it's like, oh my God, is there more? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. But, yeah, yeah. but you feel so nourished and so energized at the end of it because you actually have clarity about what to mm. do. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I was doing that yesterday and discovered I have a, an email account with Engage for Success that has been forwarded to my own email for like ever. And right. I took the forwarding off and tried to do something to it the other week and it wouldn't work. And I thought, Oh, I'll, work, I'll sort it out later because I don't huh. get any emails to that email because I don't really use it. It's there, but it's mostly sort of spammy notifications and things. And then I was trying to look at why I hadn't um, processed a couple of bookings for our radio show yesterday. And I thought that's odd because they are on my time trade list. So they definitely booked, but I haven't seen the email or replied to them. And then it suddenly dawned on me that there was this email that I'm not checking because I hadn't set <laughs> it up again. I went to set it up as a separate email account thinking that's the way to resolve it, which I did and found four emails from somebody that actually do need actioning. And I didn't even oh. know anyone was using the email, but he's found it from somewhere. Wow. <laughs> he emailed me wondering why I'm not replying to him. I totally get it. So, uh, Bless yes, and him. Then, and so, yeah, I was very traumatized because I'm known for efficient reply to things and I've managed to ignore him for probably more than a week. Wow. That, yes. And then, and then, and so my other tip is I have uh, anyone who's ever been in a workshop with me, um, especially the vision board workshops I run, um, they will know the let it go jar, you know, because the pit stop in hell is optional. 
and and so you know we can beat ourselves up in all sorts of ways or we could go oh better fix that soon then <laughs> you know and crack on with it and and letting it go like because our emotions can keep us really stuck I'm, I'm back to how do you get your energy you let stuff go that doesn't need worrying about yeah like if it's in the past it's in the past and you can do nothing about it other than apologize and then crack on and make right mm-hmm. yeah. so that also energizes yes yeah absolutely so what about other apps we talked about a couple before we came on so i'm not going to move on after pastor sana until you've shared some more all right so 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 this is a woe betide you because inside our membership i do a kind of a combination of a sort of tech tip slash tech for the terrified versus the how to be productive, effective, inefficient kind of thing. So every week I put an app up. So, so I'm, I'm the app queen, right? So I'm going to reel off a couple. Are you ready? Go. (laughs) As a speaker, author, coach, consultancy person, you have brilliant ideas. You probably spend more time than you should pondering. The way to get those down is to otter them. Otter.ai. It is a literally walk and talk tool. So it transcribes whatever you are saying. Even at our speed, even at our speed. Even at our speed, even at our speed. It is delicious. So otter.ai, I love it. And for those of you who are coaching, it can be brilliant to actually otter your coaching conversations. And it's even integrated with Zoom these days. So you 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 can do all sorts of things, but it literally... Um, and I actually find that the hundred pounds a, a, a month, um, sorry, a hundred pounds a year is more than worth it because you basically get hours and hours and hours of recording. And sometimes if you are doing the kind of coaching or consulting that actually captures brilliant ideas that you don't remember three seconds later, you've got it captured. Yeah, and so, yeah. so, so that's one of mine. The other one is, is a really, I, I was really having to pick and choose when, when I knew you were going to ask this, right? So yeah. Spotify, I actually can't live without music and music sets the mood. So back to energizing, how do I energize different music for different activities? So having playlists for the different levels of focus that I need to do absolutely also energizes me. So can't mm. live without Spotify and good playlists. Mm. Uh, a bit of Shakira. Are you playing on that trampoline, mm. by the way? What are you playing? Uh, so, Shakira, I was literally just about to say that. So, a bit of Shakira absolutely does that. I'm also a folky. So, there are quite a few kind of really upbeat kind of jigs that definitely make me go very fast on the jumping wow. thing, which is very cool. So, I, I can't, a, a good reel will definitely get you exhausted. <laughs> So, so that's that one. Privnote. Privnote is brilliant. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm so excited. Okay, good. So Privnote, in fact, I used it just earlier. One of my clients was having some issues with um, putting her her, um, uh, bank account details into her new hosting system and everything else. Now, of course, we don't want bank accounts to just kind of go through Facebook and all of that. So how do you do that? You send it via Privnote. And it's a bit mission impossible. So privnot.note.com, it literally comes up as a yellow post-it. You put the details in of what you want. You get a link. You send the link to the person. They open it up. If they snooze, they lose. If they close it down, it self-destructs. It's amazing. That's so cool. I totally love it. I totally I just love it. The music going on in the background while you're doing that. Yeah, completely. You're like dun 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 dun. dun. So you've got it. So, um, but yeah, Privno is amazing for sending. You know, really sensitive stuff that you don't want anyone else to see. Um, and it just means that, you know, you can send your password to your hosting person, um, or whatever it is so that you can get out of trouble immediately without worrying that, you know, somebody else is looking in and listening and before you know it, everything will be gone. Right. Yeah. So so that one's wonderful. Uh, my, with, with the advent of, I've got two more for you with the advent of, um, you know, video is king these days and, you know, sort of we're putting videos out and it's really useful and, you know, a good whatever percentage, you know, you're, you're looking at, but you know, over 80% of people are basically watching videos without, without listening to them. They need subtitles. Get subly.com, G-E-T-S-U-B-L-Y.com actually allows you to really easily edit the subtitles into your video. 
get subly. Oh, is that a new one for you too? It is, but then I, I hate video, so I make, very rarely make them. Fair enough. Uh, so, it's but for the one thing you need, odd, but yes, yeah. Well, you know that that, that that's totally fine. I mean, it, it it literally is one of the you know it's been a little savior, particularly if you are you know doing online courses. So, so Kelly and I <laughs> in lockdown, Kelly and I created an online course on how to deliver digitally um, in two weeks across two houses. Mm. And the one thing that we didn't actually do was the sales video. Like we tell everybody that, you know, you need a, an introduction video, a sales video that goes on the landing page, et cetera. And it's the one thing that we didn't do because we need to be together for that one. But yeah. in the meanwhile, we've kind of, we've done one that sort of stitched together that I then used get subly to actively put the subtitles on. And it mm. was really quick and easy. And it's just a, it's a great app. Brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, and then my last one is a savior because <laughs> you've just mentioned at least two email addresses there. We all have dozens, right? Uh, because somewhere along the line, we did something new and we set something up and all of that. Yeah. Maelstrom.co, and it's just one of those .co, Maelstrom, so M-A-I-L-S-T-R-O-M, Maelstrom.co is just this brilliant rule setting. I know you can do it inside your Outlook or inside wherever it is, but this just makes it so easy to just delete thousands of emails <laughs> very quickly. But it also, it just takes that idea of setting rules up and takes mm -hmm. it to a whole new level for about 60 quid a year. And, and it is just, I love it. Like I literally, I can, I can I can set things up, you know, because we all sign up to various things. I can set all of those to expire within two days or, you know, put them all into the folders that I need to put them into. But I can actually look at it by size and everything else. And it's just and it takes all of my emails from all of the different in inboxes and it does it all in one place. Mm, I lovely. love it. Yeah. Brilliant. So I'm, I'm mindful of the time. We were laughing at the beginning that we reckoned we'd we'd go on for hours and we, we yeah. still could. And I'm yeah. also mindful that you did your frog this morning and you prepared for this interview. So I don't want to like skim over any questions that you particularly want to answer. Honestly, I'm open to whatever. <laughs> Listen, if it can be of service, just, just ask me a question and let me see what, how I can serve next. Right. <laughs> so I want you to talk about one of the questions that you um, uh, gave me, which was what's the key to learning anything. And you said okay. anything in capital letters. So anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. The key to learning anything mm -hmm. is be a beginner is actually go into, um, into knowing nothing. You know, you know, they talk about being, uh, you know, the, the, the sort of the ladder of learning being unconsciously incompetent and then being consciously mm -hmm. incompetent, then going to conscious competence because you're actually starting to learn things you know and then you go into this automatic uh, sort of place uh, what is mm -hmm. it um, I always get it wrong so unconscious, unconscious competence competent, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the one <laughs> well the trick to learning anything is two things is to be at two stages because there's actually a fifth stage of that ladder set and that fifth stage is to reflective competence which is where you actively do that performance piece. Back to my five Ps, it's where you put the performance in and you go, all right, so how do I make that uh, really great book by James Clear, um, uh, Automatic Habits? You know, he talks about literally doing things 1% better. So how do I make it better? So if it's a habit that I've got, how do I shake it up enough that it's still new to me so that I'm still stretching within what I'm doing? So reflective competence is one piece. But actually, if you're learning anything, you have to let go of everything that you already know. So even if you know 80% of it, you pretend that you don't. Because that's going to put you in a beginner's mind. It's going to put you into that second stage. So forget the, you know, in, in, uh, unconsciously <laughs> incompetent. But, you know, it's going to put you into that whole, I'm observing, I'm listening, I'm simply absorbing, I'm doing everything they tell me to do, even if it, something in me tells me to do it differently. So mm. you let go of all of the habits. So be a complete beginner, even if you know 80% of it, because I promise you, you will get the juice out of whatever you've signed up to, decided to learn, etc. Mm. Genius. 
Thanks. So, so, so the obvious question, knowing yeah. that this is one of the questions I ask everyone, how do you learn and improve yourself? How do you apply that to yourself? Uh, so, so honestly, it, it, I'm back to, I, I ask questions. I just ask questions. Yeah. I, I, I own, <laughs> I'm currently in the process of moving. I have, uh, I have stacked in front of me about 38 boxes. 34 of them are full of books. <laughs> so, yeah. so I read a lot and, and actually I give myself, I gave myself permission. This happened about eight years ago. I gave myself permission not to read a lot. I gave myself permission to flick and to be inspired by the pages that I actively happened upon. So the title may well be, you know, let's say I'm looking at copywriting uh, for, for some reason or other. I might pick up Andy Bounds's book and, and just go to, I'm going to flick through and I'm just going to see where I've ended up and what can I read for these three pages that is enough to inspire me, for example. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, a, I, I'm a real... And what else is possible? So actively just sitting with something, not a lot of something, just reading one page of something and going, so what have I just learned that I could apply? And that, that's actually the key to how I learn and improve myself, which is what have I just spotted that I'm doing that's so habitual that I probably could do it better? Mm. Or what have I actually just done really badly and what made it so awful? Like, you know, and how might I make it better? So, so this question around what would I love to create today? I would love to create new, better, best, you know, uh, what was it? Eric? Oh, I've forgotten what his surname is. Um, every day and every way I'm getting better and better every day and every way I'm getting stronger and stronger. So that maxim for me is, is what can I learn today? It's literally asking myself the question of how do I get the best out of myself today? Mm. And mm. sometimes the answer is, get back under the duvet and just stay there for two hours. And I go, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad Which you said really that because cool. you just give the impression of being like a, 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 <laughs> Energize a the bunny. ball of energy <laughs> 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 and, and that you don't sleep. So it's good to know that you do. And sometimes you might wallow for a bit. So that's good too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I am blessed. I really, I, I know I'm inhumanly blessed with a lot of energy and I don't really need a lot of sleep. Probably about, uh -huh. you know, five or six hours is, is about right for me. But mm -hmm. again, it's that whole kind of don't outstay your welcome around the sleep kind of piece. So, you know, if I do go, you know, the trick for me is I listen to my body. Hey, body, mm -hmm. what would you love? Like literally, that's the question. So if you've never asked the, bo the, the body that, when you're eating dinner later or when you're eating breakfast, I don't know when you're listening to this, when you next get in front of food, like in the, in the kitchen arena, just go, body, what would you love? When you're standing in front of the fridge and just go, body, what would you love? Or you're holding that piece of cheese in front of you and you go, body, would you love this? <laughs> and the body goes, yeah. Or the body might go, nah, not right now. The trick is you listen to that. Yeah. 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 So last couple of questions. First one is, what about those days where it all goes horribly wrong? How do you deal with them? <laughs> uh, it's another question. Of course, it's a question, right? Mm. What's right about this that I'm not seeing? Oh, I like that. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I'm just letting it land. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's right about this that I'm not seeing? Like, so, so, and, and the, the other version of that, uh, for those of you who don't like away from questions, you know, sort of, um, and what if this was for me? All right. So I've woken up grumpy. So, so my, my other thing, because <laughs> trust me, I can be a grumpy bitch when I want to be. And, and I'm quite fun when I'm being a grumpy bitch too. So, you know, I bring her out and I let her do it a hundred percent because, because you can only be procrastinating for, uh, if you do it a hundred percent. You can only be procrastinating or frustrated or being a grumpy so-and-so for a period of time. If you think of any child having a tantrum, they can keep it up for about four minutes if they do it full out, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so any state that you don't like, you just, you do one of two things. You either just do it 100% and you go, I really hate just doing my expenses and it's horrible. And, and, and you just chuck them all in the bin and you just, you know, get really tantrum me about it and everything else. And then you'll just end up laughing at yourself because you can't keep it up for very long. So that then changes your state. So, so that's one of them. And back to one I said right at the very beginning, brush your teeth. Take a moment and just stop. Brush your teeth. Start your day again. 
and like go and make a cup of tea and just sit down and go, how would I like today to be from now on? That's it. I love it. I, nobody's ever given those two answers to that question. Yay! I love it. And of course, you know, if it really works for you, go punch a pillow or like jump and jump a lot on your mini trampoline because that also gets the energy out, right? Yeah, yeah. Preferably listening to Shakira. Yay! Yes, of course. Oh, brilliant. So your last question then, on those days where you get to live more, and that's how I, uh, or what I define as getting to do more of the things that you want to do and less of the stuff that you don't, what do those days look like for you? Uh, like I'm talking to you. Uh, so, 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 you know, I mean, it's seriously, it was just so much fun. I mean, we probably spent about 40 minutes talking before we've actually done this and it's just fun. So, so they look like they are connected. They look like they can look like anything. I, I, I know I am an energizer bunny, right? But I can actually also have some really beautiful, quiet, gorgeous moments. They are, they are filled with me helping people. They are filled with me being of service in some way. If I can channel a little bit of wisdom, if I can ask the right question that opens somebody up, if I can send somebody a little card, I'm a great, oh, <laughs> on my database, this, this is quite an interesting one around the GDPR stuff. I, I, I've had to kind of play with this. I yeah. ask people for their, for their proper addresses because I'm a real, I, I, I carry around postcards. I carry, oh my God. Oh, I've done it. So touchnote.com as well. That, that's yes. a brilliant one. Like, you know, that's absolutely amazing. So I'm just going to squeeze that in there in case yeah, you don't know yeah. that one. So you that's can basically way- snap a photo. Yeah. yeah. Go on. I was going to say, it's the only way my daughter does her thank you note. She does them on the school bus on the app. Amazing. Amazing. And that's exactly it. So, you know, sort of like yeah. if I'm out in the woods and I think of somebody and I, I don't know, I, it's so earlier on, literally out in the woods and I could smell this amazingness and I realized I could smell chamomile and I've never actually realized that chamomile looks the way that it looks when it's growing out of the ground. Right. And I was having yeah. a moment, but I actually sent a snapped a photo in order to send this postcard through to someone. So, mm. so, so, so just being able to be a positive influence to somebody every day of my life. That's really what, what I'm doing. And I said that around a campfire in where I went on Operation Rally where as part of TGI Fridays, I kind of won myself a space, uh, worked hard to win myself a space on Operation Rally for three months and sort of went out into the wilds of nowhere, virgin forest. It was absolutely amazing. But we were all sat around, you know, sort of the, the campfire, literally, you know, you, you picture mm-hmm. 18 people sitting around the campfire and somebody would ask a question and then every one of the 18 people would answer. And somebody said, you know, you know, what's the main purpose of your life? And without even thinking about it, without like the thought did not happen, my mouth just opened and I went to make a positive difference to someone every day of my life. Mm. And that that's what it looks like, hon. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Thank you so much. As you've already said, it's been such a joy interviewing you today and just chatting even before we started. In fact, I'm amazed we got to the stage of recording the podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Tell everyone how they can get to connect with you and find out more about you. For sure. So a couple of ways. So uh, there really is only one of me. Helena Holrick is a really unusual name and there's pretty much, so at Helena Holrick on any one of the socials, you will find me, uh, which includes LinkedIn. You know, you will basically find me, Helena Holrick, H-O-L-R-I-C-K like Horlicks, but back to front. Um, so, so, uh, so do come and just kind of ping me a little message and say hello. Uh, Kelly and I run uh, this free group for uh, speakers, authors and coaches, as I said earlier on, called the Connection Hub. So if you do, you know, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Connection Hub, all one word, you will find us there. And if you, if you actually like the idea of just sending me an email and, you know, cause I, cause I love receiving an email like that, that says, Hey, this is what I took away from this. And this is what I'm going to do. Then Helena at helping is also a way to get to me. So, you know, there's a, there's a whole bunch of ways, but Helena Holrick, you'll pretty much find me because <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Helena. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Take care. All this information is available in the show notes. If you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash, in this case, 167, then you'll find them all there. 
And this week, I just wanted to talk to you about quizzes and using them for lead magnets on your website. It's something that we've been talking about in our weekly Calm calls within the Power to Live More Calm membership. And one of my members had written her quiz out. She had all the questions and it was a bit like a sort of Cosmo personality quiz. So she'd got questions, A, B, C's and D's. And it came out with, you know, if you're uh, mostly A's, then this is what you're like. Mostly B's, this is what you're like and so on. And we were using the Thrive Themes quiz plugin. And I use Thrive Themes for uh, all of my websites and sort of fairly used to using it, but I'd never used the quiz plugin. So we literally decided just to try it out there and then. So I installed the plugin, we kicked it off and went through the process, followed the instructions, added in the content that uh, my member had created. And within the hour, we'd created our quiz. It was just really easy to do, really impressive and gave some really lovely results and really opened our eyes to the possibilities and the opportunities that using a a quiz for a lead magnet and to segment your leads, you know, how powerful that can be. So if that's something that interests you, something you might have been thinking about doing or something you'd like to find out a bit more about, then feel free to get in touch. It's joe at powertolivemore.com. Drop me a line. If you want to find out about the membership site, it's powertolivemore.com forward slash get calm. And a reminder about the weekly networking group that's on a Monday at two o'clock British summer time. We're now having a weekly theme that we're using as part of the meeting to sort of um, shape some of the discussion. And next Monday, which is the 20th of July, we're going to be focusing on email marketing. So if you're interested in coming along, go to counterpointnetworking.co.uk forward slash 2007-20. And it'll take you straight into the booking for Monday's session. If you're coming uh, and listening to this any other time, then just counterpointnetworking.co.uk will tell you when the next one is. And finally, again, the show notes are at powertolivemore.com forward slash 167. And we look forward to speaking to you next week. Use your power to live more. 